Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you use your anger, frustration, and sadness. My guest this week is, above all else, a feminist. Julieta Martinez is based in Chile, and she is the founder of Tremendas, which is an organization working to connect, promote, and make visible a network of girls and young women from around the world. I really enjoyed talking with Julieta and learning more about her work to empower young women. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Julieta Martinez. So my name is Julieta Martinez. I'm 19. Uh, I'm from Santiago, Chile. Uh, I lived part of my life in Patagonia that is in the south of Chile, but I'm right now in the capital. And I'm an eco-feminist. I'm, my focus, I would say the focus of my activism is completely connected on showing the world that girls' education is the climate solution and the climate crisis has a woman's face. You know, it's not a coincidence that today 80% of climate refugees are women and girls and that women are 14 times more vulnerable to die on a natural disaster. So... And trying to find solutions, actual solutions and holistic solutions, of course, in this link, right, this connection between the sustainability agenda and the gender agenda. Um, I'm also the founder of a platform called Tremendas. Um, I founded this platform when I was, I would say, 14. I had the idea when I was 10, but I couldn't do anything at that moment. Um, that the main objective that it has is, first of all, find a safe stone, a safe stone for girls to innovate, you know, create projects, so projects connected to social causes and make the, their voices not only visible, but find actually having a vote and a voice in processes of decision making, especially in, in those areas that are really, really important at the moment, understanding the, the concept of crisis we're living as society, as humanity, right? So yeah, I'm right now at the moment writing a book about not only like activism as a going out to the streets and protest, but what else? Like, what's the, the next part of it, right? Trying to make this, like, go and begin, and like, I forgot the word, like, English. Like, it's starting with the, the, the speech, but act, afterwards, where's the action? The actual action, where's the tool, where's the action mechanisms? And I'm directing a documentary that is focused on girls that live in sacrifice zones. Um, that's the concept that we used a lot in Latin America and the Caribbean um, to describe places that are completely, completely connected. Like the water is polluted, the air is polluted, everything is polluted for the well-being of the economy. Our communities with hundreds of people that do not have, like we're talking about young people, young girls that grow up thinking that clouds were made by industries. So I'm trying to find this, this, this spaces, these connections, and also... Not not talk for the girls that are going uh, through this, like living these these realities, but instead making a path, right? Making an actual route, so every single one of us have a voice, and of course nobody can be left behind. 
That is a great introduction to your work, and I'm so excited to talk more with you about what you've been working on. So you mentioned that you started so young, and I would love for you to tell me more about your experience of realizing that there were these problems in the world and then becoming so involved in raising awareness about them. Can you tell me some about that path to activism for you? So the long story short, it would be, um, so Chile is a really long, long country, right? It kind of looks like a pepper. And uh, everything that happens on the capital stays in the capital. And like, it's a re-centralized country. I don't know if that's the term, but I think I'm pretty sure you got my point. Um, and I feel like I'm a really privileged girl. Like I have a wonderful family that have supported me a lot, especially when I got in like interest in the world of activism. Um, I had access to education. I had access to internet. And little by little, I started to feel this this anger, I wouldn't know. Actually, it was not anger, it was frustration of somehow living in a bubble, like having so many possibilities and little by little starting to see that not every single kid my age was having the same tools, right? The same mechanisms. And um, I started to get interested in, in making projects, talking with my classmates, trying to find spaces to to make like actually not only innovation, but social innovation, right? Not only finding a, a personal benefit, but always thinking with this in the community, like thinking as a community. And that's when my life kind of started to change. I suffered a lot of bullying at school. I feel really alone. Like the only place that I, I actually feel felt safe was at home. And um, I started to question spe specifically why do we have a society where, where women are teach to be competition all the time? We have to compete with each other. Who has the best, you know, th th this kind of reality. And um, I want us to create a safe zone, especially for girls to feel that they have every single tool and chance and opportunity in the world to make whatever they want. And, and especially connected to social causes. How can we connect this with STEM areas? How can we connect this to... Uh, art and culture how can we connect this this talents the skills disabilities with basically finding finding common ground uh, it's kind of hard to to get back to because i get really a lot of flashbacks um but yeah i started to find it like a little little space in my life where i could learn a little bit more about innovation and entrepreneurship what i needed to do when who i needed to talk with and I started to see a lot of inequalities um, and especially connected to the climate crisis in the country. I, under, I started to understand that when I was in, in eighth grade learning a wonderful thing at school, there was other kids my age that they were migrating to other places in my country because the place where they live was becoming inevitable. And uh, it kind of wanted me to get out of the comfort zone and actually find solutions connected to the scientific community with government, with local government, with private sector, public sector. Um, I was always a bookworm since I was pretty young. So I wanted just to learn, but not only stay with that, that information, but actually use them for something that could may not, maybe not change the world, but change someone's life. And, and actually I was kind of saving my, myself, finding a, a space where I could do stuff to, to help with other people, to work with our people, to find this, this community and this responsibility of what do we want to do so I can give next generations a better future and present. 
I think that part that you brought up about the role of women in these movements and how personal these issues are for you is so important. And that naturally leads me to talking more about your work to get more young women's voices out there and making sure that they're heard and included in these movements. Can you tell me more about Tremendous and the work that you're doing with that organization? Of course, so Tremendous is a global action platform right now present in 18 countries around the world. We're working, actually right now we're working on expanding to 19. We're working with Colombia and probably in the future with Honduras. And um, th- that's like kind of like a, a, an extra that I wanted to, to say. Um, but Tremendous is a platform, as I said before, a safe place for girls to find First of all, other girls are interested in activism and entrepreneurship that want to create projects social connected to social causes. And girls are trying to find tools to make this, these ideas a reality, not just stating, I want to do something maybe in 10 years or 20 years, but do it today. Because not, not only because I want to do it right now, but because I know it's important. I know that the world is going through a crisis. I know that the IPCC it's saying, that basically science is saying that we have seven years to curb the effects of the climate crisis. So we don't have that much time. And if we can do something, we should, we absolutely should. I wanted to start with Tremendas focusing on talents, skills, abilities, people that, girls that love to read, girls that love to write, girls that love to uh, stuff related to science, Mac technology. How could you use that talents or their abilities to make an actual project and, teach them about project management actually and and create something with it and connect this project with the community with your school with your university with your local government and also trying to fight this this system of adult centrism i remember that the first time i i started to expand with tremendas or this this idea of finding girls connecting girls making a safe place i was invited to go on live TV and on a big channel that we have here in Chile. And it was a really special moment for me. Like this is my this is the time I have to to tell and show girls that we that there's a platform that you can be part of. There's a platform where you can create and, and find something that actually inspires you. And the first question I got was, oh you're so young and so interested in activism. Would you like to be a mother in the future? Would you like to have? Would you like to have kids? Would you? Do you have time to have a boyfriend since you're doing so much? And I was 14 at the moment, and um, I didn't know what to respond. And this like was live, and and I remember going to my media. I, I opened media when I was pretty young, and finding so many disgusting comments. Comments, and I started to wonder if this is happening to me. Imagine what's happening to hundreds not even hundreds millions of girls around the world that are being that just it's not only about finding a safe zone but also having the opportunity to not, not get harassed with strangers all over the place and, and especially for people that work or interest in the world of activism or or trying to move projects actual projects sorry i'm trying i'm kind of getting out of slow but tremendous is a place to create projects especially connected to certain areas perhaps eight areas of action right now, such as climate action, gender equality, the same area that is everything connected to science and technology, um, arts and culture, et cetera, where, well, also you you connect with our girls around Latin America and the Caribbean, you can 
learn and have a skill such as uh, environmental education, STEM education, and also finding space to work based on intersectionality and multi-sectoral work. How can you connect civil society with the scientific community, with local governments, and together in the same table, in the same space, um, work to make uh, policymakers. Here in Chile, we're re uh, rewriting the constitution. We had the opportunity to make, make articles made for and by girls. Um, that was really, really important for us since constitution leads to like, the opportunity to, to change something as big as the constitution have, gives us the opportunity to, to talk not only about what it means to have gender equality, but actually have a gender perspective in every single sector of, 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 of society. I think that part about you being 14 years old and having people ask you questions about wanting to be a mother and all of that, that is such a powerful part of your story. And I really appreciate you sharing that because it's so important for other young women to hear. And I would also love to talk more with you about some of the issues that young people in Chile are facing. And you mentioned some about growing up there earlier. And I would love for you to share more about some of the concerns of young people in your country. Of course, so um, I think an important fact that I should remark is that in about three years ago, oh my God, time flies, but three years ago, we have a big, big social crisis that people here talk about, el estallido, that is kind of like, like a boom. Um, we had a really big protest. Um, it was like around more than 1 million people out of the street. And for us, 1 million people, it's a lot, a lot of people. Protest, protesting, asking for a better life, a better quality of life, basically, where there was discussions about access to clean water, access to sanitation, access to a protected ecosystem, um, a better life when you're already, you're already retired from work. There's, there was a lot of conversations that uh, there were like, they, they existed before, but we have a dictatorship a really long dictatorship that kind of uh, like we get back to we got back as a country to democracy, but it was not the same. There was a lot of people scared of scared to talk about what they're go they were going through, and there was no way to actually like we wanted to find solutions, but there wasn't any space to connect civil society with Congress, civil society with local governments. There was so lack of communication, and it exploded. <laughs> One day to other, I remember perfectly that day when I kind of started to see my country being on fire. Like everything was on fire. There was a lot of screaming. Um, I could hear shooting outside my house and, and everything was changing so fast. And that was when my, the, the ex-president of my country decided to take out the military out the, to, to the streets. And we started to hear cases of, of death or people losing eyes like it was it was it was scary scary times i remember seeing my my mother's eyes and she tells me how it was like feeling to get back to that dictatorship again and um that really really changed everything that was the first step to change the way we we understand democracy as a country that how we understand uh, our our constitution, that same constitution that we're trying to change, and um, in especially 
the the people that started this all this you might say revolution or 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 change was young people actually were young girls girls from school that were tired of being harassed girls from school that were tired of being um cases of abuse in their school especially from teachers uh they were the ones start like actually started everything and uh then other people from other ages and and, and reality started to kind of get into that same group so um there's a lot of there's a lot of to talk about but i, I will focus on the climate crisis more that more that how we understand uh the climate crisis but because there's a lot of people that doesn't see something this crisis has something personal. They seem so something that's so far away when they're so close to you. When I was talking to you about this sacrifice zones, right? We have more than eight sacrifice zones in Chile. People like you and like me, girls like you and like me, living in awful conditions, living two like two meters away from um, industries that are contaminating them, that are intoxicating them. We have lots, lots of cases of intoxication from young kids, 12-year-old kids, seven-year-old kids. So it was like a, I would say it was like, kind of like a mix between the climate crisis, but also a lot of um, social injustice and everything that kind of got together and make this this need to mobilize, but not, not only making a protest, right? But civil society try, trying to actually find ways to engage with people that are leading uh, processes and decision making to be heard, to actually be heard. So um, it was a big change. It started off scary. And right now I would say it would be, it's kind of one of the best things that had been happening in Chile. Of course, the, not the violence, not at all, but um, every single change that it, right now it's happening gives you a lot of, lots of hope. Like there's actually, a way to make things better. There's actually a way to give um, the opportunity for future generations to you know, feel the fear that uh, my parents experienced. That's so interesting. And thank you so much for explaining about the protests and about your family. And I'm so glad that change came out of those protests and the violence. And of course, you were inspired by those events. And now you're on this amazing change-making journey as well. So I have one last question for you. Lots of young people want to create change and they want to make a difference, but they may not know where to get started. Do you have any advice or words of wisdom for those people who may be listening? Wow, was it worth the wisdom? <laughs> Tough question. <laughs> so I would say the same thing that uh, a woman that is really important to me and, and re-inspired, inspired me since I was a young kid tell, tell me, uh, told me a couple of years ago that please take everything that makes you feel anger and frustration and sadness and every single bad feeling and use that as your boost that thing that should be the thing that mobilizes you to get out of the comfort zone. That if you feel pity for somebody, you can just stay there. Like, oh, it's so sad. They're really we're living go like we're living. So so then what? What should we do? What can we do? Which should uh, with who should we be talking to? Um, I think rage or anger. It's such a powerful powerful feeling, and we should take advantage of it this anger, this frustration of, I want to change the reality. So how can we change this reality? And if you have access to internet, access to education, access to a smartphone, 
it's having so, so many opportunities to connect and actually develop projects. Because um, there's a lot of people that doesn't have the same opportunities as you. Um, and actually, I, I think about this almost every single day of my life. Like, if I, ha I have access to a smartphone, I have access to a supercomputer, I have access to so many information. So please, please educate yourself. Get interested if you start if you're interested in, in the gen, if gender equality in the feminist movement. If you're interested in the climate crisis in adaptation, mitigation, resilience. If you're in, interested in science and technology, please educate yourself. Please find this information because we need it. I think one of the best things that Generation Z has is that they're trying to find connections, like make this connection between the scientific community and, and stable society. For example, when you talk about, for example, the IPCC, this panel of experts of, of, of climate change, right? And they have so many documents and, and, and reports that are written, first of all, in English, there's a lot of like this language barrier, right? And with so many technicism that you can even read. And each generation said that has been working so, so hard to take out this technicism and make information as accessible and friendly as possible. And that's so, so, so wonderful. So yeah, I will want to 100% say, please use that rage, find, use the tools that you right now have and never work alone. Find, find community, because we need to end up this individualism, this individualist uh, society that we have. And I'm really, really uh, sure that this sense of collaboration is, the thing, the actual, an actual tool that's going to save our humanity if we actually use it and for a change, for an actual change. I really enjoyed talking with Julieta and I was inspired by the stories that she told about her path to activism and all of the work that she's doing now. I want to highlight the last piece of advice that she shared because it really resonated with me and it was such a unique idea. Julieta talked about using your rage to make change. Rage is such a powerful emotion and rather than dismissing it and trying to overcome it, Julieta is using her rage about injustice and inequality to make change in her community, her country, and around the world. Sometimes it's best to tap into those uncomfortable emotions because, in Julieta's case, Change comes when you use your anger, frustration, and sadness. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Julieta on Instagram at Julieta Martinez O to get connected with her, and you can also find Tremendous on Instagram at TremendousCL to learn more about the organization. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then... Be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.